this world is such a, um, and when I say this world, I mean it. I don't mean in an ideal sense. I mean in uh, every day, every little thing you do. It's such a, gimme, gimme, gimme. Everybody backlogs. You know, everybody's like, you taught that from school, everywhere, big business. You want to be successful? You want to be like Trump? Gimme, gimme, gimme. Push, 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 push. Step, step, step. Crush, crush. So, how would you describe blockchain? Like, like what is blockchain? So, blockchain, in the simplest form, is a database. It's a fancy database. It's a fancy word for database. Uh, and what's unique about blockchain databases is all the information is public and transparent. Mm-hmm. And um, no one can shut it down. Once created in a yeah, different format. Yeah, once it starts. Once a, once a blockchain is launched. But isn't there so much more to it? Like, you have your privacy, then you have your networks that people can join, that, that, that people can give consensus to. And Right, right. So, like, blockchain itself, when you say blockchain, it's a technology right. that allows people to create public databases where they can transfer money back mm-hmm. and forth, peer-to-peer, or create uh, have smart contracts that can dictate how money is used, what money's for, or who gets money when. Now, can yeah. is this only applicable to money, or is it applicable to, to any type of store and share of value? Uh, any any sort any sort of store of value. So, what's what's interesting about blockchain when you include smart contracts is now you're able to take any hard asset mm-hmm. and tokenize it. So, what what do you think are its use cases? Like, for example, I'm a normal. If I'm a regular person, mm-hmm. what would I need to punch a phone with my clothing brand, with my life insurance company? Like, what are like? Why would I want to put that in my company? Real quick? So, let's say you're the sort of person that's concerned about uh, what your life insurance company is spending their money on. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. maybe what they told you up front was nice and yeah you signed up for the policy mm-hmm. but what is this actual entity this company what are they spending their money on mm-hmm. right with a public blockchain you can see all their transactions where it's going you know but how much just, isn't that just seeing hexadecimals uh hexadecimals not 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 so much so let's say that you have a company that is set up right mm-hmm. and and they have their funds funneled through the Ethereum public blockchain. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a company like that, its customers are able to have full transparency as to what the company is spending its money on, mm-hmm. when, and how much. Gotcha. Yeah. So, let me get this straight. I'm a life insurance company. <clears throat> I have my customers, or the industry is an issue of Transparency of where the money is being gone, right. being spent. I now have the opportunity to use blockchain, this decentralized public database, to showcase where my money is being spent. Now, my the problem is with that I see at least is that uh, the people who I'm giving the money to, because if you look at like a ledger for a, for a blockchain, let's say on um, either scan, right, you're seeing a whole bunch of numbers and letters. So if a customer goes on goes on to this, platform, so the idea it depends on. So so the idea would be right. 
uh, so the, the technology of blockchain, right, allows companies to be more transparent to their customers by building their financial infrastructure on the blockchain. Yeah, so that now you have this address associated to a company where it's like, okay, this is the money that we use mm-hmm. to do this, this, and that for the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're able to see, you know, um, where that, ad- where where that, that money, address sends money to. Yeah, where that address sends money to, wow. what the balance is in that address. How do we know that? Which, the- is, which is, I think, most important to, to, to customers. You know, like if your company, if you uh, have life insurance with a company and they say, okay, we have this much uh, in the bank for, for our clients that insures all of our policies. Okay, I want to see where that money is. Hmm. This is where blockchain and transparency comes in. Right. That will probably give you an advantage over other life insurance companies who may have using blockchain to showcase where the money is. Yeah, because there's no other way they can show. They can just tell. It's true. But they show They're not gonna... extreme invasion of privacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's They're fun. not going to screenshot their bank account and send it to you. Right. Then you have access to their account. Saying, saying WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> so then, like, yeah. how do, but then I still, if, if I'm a customer, I want to see who it's going to. And I want to know what it is. Unless that information can't be given to me because of the fact that it needs to be private for, let's say, it's going to a customer. Let's say that, like, it's just money that needs to be paid out to someone who died or something like that. No, not paid out, but like uh, yes, but it, that that means that mean that money has to be like mute, mute at uh, for like at the sender's level for for a certain amount of time, you know. So like, let's say you're a life insurance company, you're like, okay, we have two billion dollars mm-hmm. worth of insurance uh, policies for people, mm-hmm. and we have this two billion dollars in X amount of bank accounts. Okay, is that more reliable than saying we have two billion dollars? At this Ethereum address that you can go check and see. That's true. What what is more reliable to you? The second option. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, we're even going past that is yeah. being able to see where the money is going. So let's right. let's use another use case, right? Let's say I'm a I'm not I'm a not for profit brand or, or company, and I sell X Y Z thing. Let's say it's sandals. Yeah. So we can look at Tom's, right? Yeah. They buy one, make one. So yeah. they buy one, you buy one sandal, they give it away. Cool. I'm sure they give money to somebody cross overseas, whatever, to to make those sounds, whatever. But how do we know they're actually doing that? Shit? You know what I'm saying? Like they could yeah. be finessing out for, for all we know. Yeah. So if that's the case. Yes, you can see all their bread on the on their Ethereum address, but wouldn't it be also be beneficial to see where that money is going to the next address and who owns that address, so that we know that that address that that they're sending the money to is actually the people who is doing good for that area of the world let's mm. say it's in africa right mm. and that address for i don't know some society that makes or plants trees they need that bread mm-hmm. how do we know that that they're getting it all because they if we can see their money but we don't see where it's going how do we still know that they're doing what they said they're doing i see i see so yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense and uh, i would i would say that like for a company that does those sort of humanitarian things, mm-hmm. uh, I, and you know you would have a group of people in that company that you know runs that, mm-hmm. and uh, if those people are you know uh, in the know of how blockchain works mm-hmm. and what it, what it's for, then they can use it in such a way they can create uh, use it in such a way where they can 
influence those, you know, uh, third party humanitarian group receivers to say, hey, let me establish an Ethereum address so that I can be more transparent. transparent. Because even those guys, those guys aren't transparent. Uh, Red Red Cross, those guys aren't transparent. (laughs) Everybody's (laughs) shady. Yeah, you know. So, like, it just, that tells you how powerful this technology is Mm -hmm. and what it can really do for us as humanity. We're very inconsistent people. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And, you know, and that's why we have things like uh, we have people like Jesus and mm-hmm. Muhammad, and we're very very inconsistent people. And mm-hmm. like, so we've always had to have these model people to show to tell us, us to, to tell us how to live. Mm-hmm. You know, you know just because of our inconsistencies. You see, um, hmm. that's another conversation, but <laughs> <laughs> that's real. That makes sense. So then, all right. So let's backtrack a bit. What mm-hmm. people look at blockchain and look at Bitcoin and look at ETAs, they say, oh, it's all the same thing. What's the difference? You have blockchain, you have Bitcoin, ETH, the three major players. Right. But, you know, one of them is the base of all of them, but can you explain a bit more on... So, so blockchain blockchain uh, defines both mm-hmm. Bitcoin and Ethereum. All right. So you can say that Bitcoin and Ethereum are derivatives of blockchain. Okay. So blockchain is a technology which allows Bitcoin and Ethereum to function. Right. Uh, and the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum is uh, Bitcoin is a network and a protocol, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Ethereum is also a network and a protocol. Mm-hmm. But what separates Ethereum from Bitcoin is that it has smart contract functionality. Right. So Ethereum allows you to really programmed I will use the word finesse mm-hmm. <laughs> finesse <laughs> you know finesse times 10 mm-hmm. whereas Bitcoin your finesse is not that heavy fair yeah yeah in terms of programmability mm-hmm. like what you can do with the with the uh, money on the network yes finesse is a shady word we don't I don't, I don't think we mean finesse finesse is like, but like you, there's more functionality in Ethereum versus Bitcoin Bitcoin right. is pretty straightforward right you know Ethereum is more so customizable for whatever your needs are for example yeah. the life insurance company or yeah. the humanitarian to showcase what they're doing right you can't right. do it with Bitcoin unless no you, not so much that's, yeah, so that's, much. that's a little bit harder and much more steps to yeah, do yeah. you can't have uh, anything like Uniswap on Bitcoin you can't have anything like uh, any sort of smart contract, like mm-hmm. where like somebody has to deposit a certain amount of token to activate a contract that does this. That pays X Y Z. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can, Bitcoin this network isn't capable of doing anything on that level, and that's the difference between the two. So you would say that blockchain is the basis of both. Is a is the it's the progenitor of both. Right. Yeah. And Bitcoin is simply a. More or less, a store, a store of value at this yeah. point. Ethereum yeah. is a customizable protocol right. that one can use. To Bitcoin is a store of value and also the most secure network in the world. There's nobody in the world that can hack it. Okay. Uh, there's nobody in the world that can purchase the amount of com- computer power needed to hack it. So, in the course of our transformation into this new world of finance, mm-hmm. um, Bitcoin is going to be, as you said, the store of value, the back end. Because that's going to be that core, that hardest thing to break. Right, right. You know, and then everything else is going to be built on layers on top of that. Okay. So why can it be broken? Uh, you need an incredible amount of computer power. 
And right now, you need a lot of money to purchase that. And there's really... A few people the power who doesn't, have that. There's no, not even that. A few people who have, who have the money, the power doesn't really exist. So no supercomputer can actually do that. You need a quantum computer. Which is even more money. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, not so much more money, but right now, quantum computers are only capable of doing about 62 qubits worth of processes. Mm-hmm. And you need about 200... No, no, I think like two thousand to hack Shit. to hack the Bitcoin network. Wow, you know, so we're very far away. Wow, yeah, but not so much, not so far, not so far away because uh, our improvements in the field of quantum computing mm-hmm. has increased rapidly between two thousand fifteen and two thousand twenty. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, from nineteen eighty to two thousand five, we were able to achieve five qubits. From 2005 to 2015, we achieve uh, 35 qubit. Okay. So you see the jump from 35 to 64. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Five versus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then not not so much the jump from 35 to 64, but how short it took. Right, to you know, to get to get to get to that. So what? like, we're actually like we're getting better at that. Uh, and just to speak on quantum computing a bit, is basically what man did with the atom to split it and create the atomic bomb mm-hmm. but in the realm of computers. So that amount of power Damn. in the realm of computers. That flew over a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people's heads right there. <laughs> <laughs> that that flew over my head. I'm a whole engineer. Um, that flew over your head? No, I'm saying it almost there. Oh, no, it flew no. over my head. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm like, there's no way, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the physics. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, you know, just that that amount of power, mm-hmm. but in the realm of computers. Gotcha. Yeah, when you split an atom. That's huge, yo. So I guess that makes sense then. That's so why. So, so, it's, so, it's, so, 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 so if that's the scale of how much computing power that has unleashed, that's still not enough to hack Bitcoin, it's truly a powerful yeah. store of value. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that shows you destruction on one scale mm-hmm. and creativity and another. human ingenuity mm-hmm. on another. Thank you, Satoshi. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Wow. Like, and there's also a so just so people understand, there's also a finite value, mm. a finite amount of Bitcoin mm. that is being produced at a slower rate every four years. Mm. Right? Mm. So let's go on let's, let's go into that real quick. Bitcoin have then May. Right. Mm-hmm. So, describe exactly what halving means mm-hmm. for the greater value of Bitcoin in the next couple of years. Uh, so halving is basically every four years or so, uh, Bitcoin network is programmed to cut the amount of rewards that miners get mm-hmm. for keeping the network running. And miners are people who use computer power to create mm-hmm. Bitcoin. Hash power, yeah. Hash power, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. To keep the Bitcoin network running. Mm-hmm. So that network, that uh, not, not the network, yeah, that amount, the reward for that decreases every year. Mm-hmm. And that's to so that the miners don't accumulate so much power that they can hack the network. Right. <laughs> wow. There's so much ingenuity. In yeah, it. yeah. I mean, the guy deserves... A Nobel Peace Prize in computer science. Mm-hmm. He deserves a Nobel Peace Prize in world, just peace, mm-hmm. like humanitarian, humanitarian or whatever. whatever. Like that, I, 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 it's, it's incredible what he did. A Nobel Peace Prize in finance, also. Mm-hmm. 
computer science, finance, and humanitarianism. I think that this Satoshi. You think it's smart that he did that? That he actually made his identity hidden. You think he'll be killed if he was alive? Man, you already know they will kill a motherfucker like that. <laughs> and I, and I, when I see that, when I see blockchain, mm-hmm. it it's not surprising to me. <laughs> it's not surprising to me that a Japanese person created blockchain. Yeah. Something that requires splitting an atom, mm-hmm. the power of splitting an atom to hack, or right. even more. Mm-hmm. Because those guys got destroyed by that shit 50 years ago. <laughs> and this is just karma. That's not funny. It's, just, it's, it's just, not funny. It's, it's just, just karma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's karma. <laughs> It's karma. You want to mess with us? We're going to rock yeah, the world. Yeah. yeah. Not that. It's just how the world works. Mm. Uh, you know, they got destroyed by that. And then a man, uh, some being from that nation, mm-hmm. created a financial product, finance money, which runs the whole world mm-hmm. more so than anything. To disrupt it all. To disrupt all of it. And he said that even the power that you guys gain splitting that atom. Mm. Cannot stop this shit. So either you deal with it or let her overtake you. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, I, you know, I don't know if that's what he thought or said, but that's how I want to interpret it mm-hmm. because I feel it's that powerful. But that makes sense, though. Like, yeah. If if you think about something that would something that needs to be put into the world that cannot be something that's immutable that cannot be edited that cannot mm-hmm. be changed that cannot be. Destroyed that that attacks the one piece of power that this world has. It will be money. It'll yeah, be money, money, money. Yeah, money or breathing. Which I'm sure someone's gonna mess with that. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's gonna be Bill Gates. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Somebody, yeah, <laughs> it's money. Like, and he did it. He was just like, okay, I'm gonna create money in such a way that even if you guys decide to split the atom again, it's not gonna destroy us. Thank you.